welcome to Reframe and Rewire Greatness Through Daily Routine. This podcast is designed to alter your mindsets and transform your day-to-day from the second you open your eyes to you close them at night, adapting what I would call a success routine. This series is liable to change your life. And it's never the big things that you do, but the littlest things you do every day that make the biggest difference. And now, on to the podcast. Thank you for joining. Welcome back to the podcast as we begin to wind down in this series, The Science of Good Sleep, a topic that all of us could benefit from in one way or another. And if you're just now joining us, I would encourage you to go back to the very beginning of this series and listen all the way through. Remember that each episode is only about seven to eight minutes, so it wouldn't take you too long to catch up if that's what you'd like to do. And uh, believe me, we have shared a lot of content. I've tried to cover as much as I can on the issue of sleep. Well, today I promised that I was going to talk about things you could do right before bed that would help you to sleep. So I want to get to that list, but very quickly, just to give you kind of a vague idea of what we've discussed so far... Um, And I won't give you a lot of detail on these, but we we definitely started out with some intro facts and kind of diagnosing if you have sleep issues and what bad sleep issues look like and and what can, you know, what can result because of of sleep issues. Uh, We also talked about detoxifying the brain, brainwave states, sleep cycles, rhythms, uh, light and the effects of light, evening patterns, the facts about naps. Uh, sleep supplements, uh, a list of recommended supplements if you want to go there. And again, I'm, you know, and I've said it when I did that one that I'm not a doctor or, or not your doctor rather, um, but um, but I would certainly encourage you to do the research on it. And then yesterday we talked about improving the atmosphere and we covered everything from the temperature in the room to <laughs> the bedding and the whole nine yards, uh, the the, uh, the organization of the room, etc., etc. So today, let's get into the topic at hand, and that is about things you can do before bed. So first of all, and I this one's a big one. I think that this one really was a game changer for me in many, many ways, and that is don't eat late in the evening. Now, if you're, if you're, if you're don't hang up here because <laughs> I know a lot of you may be evening snackers or night snackers, but, and I used to be too, I believe me. I used to have popcorn almost every night. It was my favorite little evening snack. And I felt, you know, pretty much guilt-free about it. But what happens is this. It's not so much the calories, although if you're trying to lose weight, that can definitely be a deficit. But we're not here to talk about weight today. Um, but it, but the but the issue is that if you, you eat, then your digestive system has to kick in, right? And we all know that the digestive system takes a lot of energy to run, okay? You're... You're a machine, you know, you're, you, anything you do takes energy, whether you're getting angry, using a, a, you know, a lot of emotions, or you're having to think a lot, or having to, a lot of physical labor. Even digesting food requires a lot of energy, a lot of effort. And basically, when, when, you're, when you're digesting, you, it, sometimes it can literally keep you awake at night. Um, so when I qu- decided to quit eating, and I, I mean, what I do is I, I eat at 5 every night, 5 p.m., um, and, and I, and I don't eat after that. I just don't, I might have water. Um, you know, I, I might have, uh, maybe an occasional glass of wine, but I will not eat after five o'clock. All right. Now, um, there's, there's a lot of, of, of 
big changes that can happen when you get your body used to that. And again, I said this before, anytime you're training your body something new to do, it's, it takes time. I mean, it, you might be hungry at first. At first, you might find that that same time you're eating a snack or you were eating a snack, you're going to be just famished. Or you might say something like, well, I can't sleep on an empty stomach. That keeps me awake because my stomach's growling. And believe me, I understand that too. Maybe just wean yourself off slowly. Okay, maybe you can't go cold turkey, but you could just, you know, uh, shrink your snacks little by little so they're less and less. Um, and, and slowly, you know, uh, get yourself into a situation where you're not eating at night. Um, it, it did wonders for my sleep. So basically, bottom line is consuming any kind of large meal or eating food before bed can lead to poor sleep and hormone disruption and even inhibit a natural release of high melatonin. Okay, next item I'd like to cover is uh, to take a relaxing bath or shower before bed. Uh, studies indicate that that can help improve overall sleep quality quality and help people, especially older adults, fall asleep faster. In one study, taking a hot bath 90 minutes before bed improves sleep quality and help people get a deeper sleep. Alternatively, if uh, you don't want to take a full bath at night, simply bathing your feet in hot water can also help you relax and improve sleep. And I have found that to be true as well. So I don't practice that every night, but um, I do have a hot tub and occasionally I will jump in there and um, it does seem to help me stay asleep longer and sleep a little deeper. So there's a, a couple more tips for you to think about. Um, and, and one last one I have time for is to make sure that you clear your mind in the evening. I think I'd mentioned previously in another of these episodes that you know, uh, to meditate before bed or have a list of gratitude before bed or perhaps, you know, play something soft before bed can make a world of difference. Anything that you can think to do to relax you. And one thing that I, I do often um, is just when I lay down, I will do deep breathing. Uh, and deep breathing, if anybody is familiar with that practice, it literally lowers cortisol, which is the stress hormone. So especially if you're upset or you're frustrated, you know, taking the time to just do some deep breathing and you can do uh, box breathing, which is breathe in four seconds, hold at the top four seconds, breathe out four seconds, hold at the bottom, um, which actually a lot of first responders do to calm themselves and lower cortisol so they can have a clearer mind. Uh, but you can even do like six seconds in, hold at the top two seconds, and then, you know, uh, I'm sorry, three seconds in, hold at the top three seconds, six seconds out, hold at the bottom three seconds. Uh, so that'd be six, three, three, three. Um, either method, uh, or, you know, if you have a different method, uh, just some deep breathing for a few, I don't know, two or three minutes can make a world of difference in getting you ready to fall asleep. Well, we are out of time today. We'll come back tomorrow, and I think we'll probably be either finalizing tomorrow or the next day. Uh, but I appreciate you joining us and uh, invite you to come back to Michelle Steffes, Reframe and Rewire.